What's up, guys? Welcome to the Flow T Cast for episode 67, the lamest number between a one and a hundred, my dude. I don't know. 67 what? just sucks. I mean, I guess. Why I mean, why is it suck so bad though? Like it's sequential. Like that automatically gives it a couple bonus points, right? Six, well, seven. I, I guess, but like you put six and seven next to each other, it just looks stupid. I'm sorry. Like I mean, then you get then you get 13, too, which is a lot of people's favorite number. That is true. I don't know, bro. That is true. 67 is not too bad. It's bro, not significant, but it's not the worst one. Bro, speaking of the number 13, did you know, like, well, I'm sure you knew, but, like, I heard it, I think, on, like, a comedy skit. I think it was uh, 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 Mitch Hedberg. He said, he said the number 13, they don't have a 13th floor in hotels. And it's like, come on, 14, you know what floor you're really on. I didn't know that was actually a thing. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. uh, skyscrapers, I think, too. Also, skip like all all buildings skip like thirteen, I think, or something like that. Most of them, I don't know. That's that's weird. <laughs> I mean, I get it because like nobody wants to stay on the thirteenth floor because I guess it's unlucky. But like, bro, that... I do. If we could stay on the thirteenth floor of a hotel in room one one nine somehow, that'd be the greatest. Oh, bro, moment bro, bro. If we're in anything that has one nine at the end of it, you know I'm about it. I think that's why we click so well because 19 is like the number. Like it's the best Maybe. number. I'm pretty sure if we go back on our rich history of podcasting, episode 19 was the episode. I don't you know. Feel what? Like... We should just re release that a couple of times a year. Just episode yeah. 19. Like... like on the 19th week, just like re release that episode. Every every 19th week of every year, yeah. it's just episode 19. <laughs> they're again. like, they're like, bro, I heard this one. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. It's the best episode. And we, I don't even know years. if it's any good, but like. 10 years outdated and it's still episode 19 oh. we're talking about fucking team up or something bro who knows what we're talking about i don't even remember but what i do remember is that we're on episode 67 the worst number in like between one and a hundred i'm just i'm just that's that's my opinion you can fight me i don't know 59 is pretty bad too but see 59 seems worse to me <laughs> I'll give 67 pretty bad, but 59 seems worse because it's not sequential. It doesn't equal 13. Like, I don't know. It equals 14. <laughs> yeah, who, who wants 14, bro? Like, well, I will, I will say when your when your life starts going downhill, because then you have responsibilities. You have to get a job like 14 is not a good number. <laughs> I will say, though, the year 2013 was like a banger year. All right. It was probably the best year of my life. So <laughs> I'll give 13 some credit there. That was the year I, I turned 21. It was the greatest uh, year ever. It, uh, it yeah, really I was. I was in Chicago. I don't remember 2013. Uh, that's a shame, bro. I remember it vividly, bro. I completed the ultimate bucket list. <laughs> like, it was insane. Like, you collected buckets? Like, that's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. That's definitely what I did. But, Scott, how are you doing, my dude? I'm good, man. You know, same old, same old. Working every day, playing as much Pokemon as I can, playing a lot more Pokemon than I used to when I say that, so... Um, that's real good. Um, loving the format right now. But how about you? What are you up to? Man, I'm I'm chilling, bro. I feel like a lot's happened in the last uh while, but like not. I feel like we yeah. had. I feel like you know this week went by you know super quick as always, bro. I'm gonna be real with you, actually. To all the audience out there, I was doing research for this podcast 
Not a goddamn thing has happened. <laughs> Not really. I mean, I think there's something we forgot to talk about last week that we said we were going to talk about this week, and now I don't remember what it was because I was going to bring it up. Um, so it's not significant. It was last week's news anyhow. So, bro, I can't even remember. Under the rug. I should have listened. To, I didn't. I didn't even do my daily like the next day at work. Listen to the pod to see where we fuck up at. I didn't even do Everywhere. that. Everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, yeah. I just assumed that. I listened to the first five minutes and I'm like, all right, you could hear both of us. Um, I don't want to hear myself anymore because I sound like <laughs> a crazy guy. <laughs> that one episode when I was in Michigan and dropped it right before I went to Michigan and somebody's like, where's the intro song? I'm like, can't do shit about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That first 10 seconds, like, just forget about it <laughs> the best 10 seconds arguably oh god uh, of the whole podcast you, you hit the intro tune and the outro tune and then just forget about the rest of it exactly if you listen from that point to that point though we appreciate it we we are eternally grateful bro i, no, I don't even remember what happened last week what i don't even remember don't worry about it just let us know we'll talk about it next week <laughs> so um Anyway, what was I saying? So not a whole lot has happened as far as news and stuff. Oh, there was one thing. So Pokemon was trending on Twitter because of EXP share in Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. A lot of people were bitching about it, I guess. I'm going to bring this up real quick. It's okay. It's bad news. So, like, apparently, you know how in, like, Sword and Shield, EXP shares for all Pokemon instead of, like, one other Pokemon? Yeah. Uh, just to make quality of life better and grinding less annoying. Somebody made a good fact, like, back in the 90s when RPGs came out, like, Final Fantasies, Dragon Quest, so on, you get the point, you get the point. Uh, you know, your whole party leveled up, like, when, you know, instead of each individual one, and they were like, bro, quit bitching, Pokemon is actually playing catch up here, this is a thing, and I was like, there are really people bitching that you, you can't like there's an exp share there like that is a thing <laughs> why i mean i can only equate it to the same people who got upset when you know fuel injectors came out and they were really mad that carburetor engines weren't as efficient you know or uh you know same thing with like people that are upset when you know any new technology comes out right anytime anything's new and it's different from the old people people get upset about it but i mean i can kind of understand like the nostalgia aspect like they want it to be just like the game but hey here's a fun fact that game already exists if you want to play that game go back and play that game if you want to play a new updated more fun more efficient version of that game then you're gonna have to deal with the xp share all day long yeah i totally agree man and one thing we didn't talk about when the trailer came out was um HMs are not going to be a thing. Like, they're going to be a thing, but, like, Bidoof, you just call upon a Bidoof on your Poketch or, like, a Star Raptor to use Fly and all that stuff. You just, I guess, as you go along in the story, they just, you know, download the HM to your Poketch and you can call upon them instead of, like, having a Bidoof or something holding four fucking HMs and, you know, fucking up your party moves and stuff like that. So that's super cool. Um... And that's just a quality of life change, you know? Like, same thing with the EXP share. I think it's so stupid that people are arguing about that. 
Honestly, I went back and played uh like Diamond and Pearl or Platinum. I think it was Platinum. I went back and played it after getting used to the EXP shares from like Sun and Moon and stuff. And I was like, this is so stupid. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> this is so slow and grimy. And I got a level 700 Celebi and everybody's in level 12. <laughs> so, I mean, like thinking about it as far as like game size and like adding difficulty and making it like not a quick game and all this other stuff like doing what they wanted to with pokemon back then you needed certain challenges like reducing move slots that were usable by forcing you to have hms and you needed you know to have to grind there that way you play the game for longer it keeps you better engaged right Fast forward to now, they've put a million things in these games. Even though it's a remake, it's got a million and a half things. Plus, they have to cater to the fact that attention span for kids is a whole lot less than when we were kids, right? We could sit down and grind in the same grass patch for hours. If I told my son to do that, he'd stop playing the game five minutes from now, you know? Oh, so Exactly. Especially, like, the kind of games that were out then as opposed to now. You gotta keep pace with everything else. And, like, I did not mean to go on a 10-minute rant about, <laughs> about this. No. That was just something I thought about, like, on, this, on the blip. I mean, we do that, though. But there are, like, some Pokemon things going on, like, as far as the TCGs going. Uh, Scott and I played in another locals tournament last Saturday, both of us. And I told you guys I was going to br be bringing the heat. I brought Sylvie on. <laughs> Add a Blaziken it in it, so that, that that's fire, right? Literally, it counts, yeah. yeah, it's a fire chicken, so it was cool. I went uh three and one and bubbled out of top cut. There was not there wasn't enough for top eight, it was uh top four only. And I lost my first round because I just bricked like a like a some bitch. And uh, the next two or next three rounds, I uh did Sylveon things. I love that deck, I ain't gonna lie to you, that deck's a lot of fun. It's a really, really powerful deck. What are you gonna take it over? I can't play I mean, it no more. I mean, you can do whatever you want. I, I only have like nine other options. So. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. But I'm just saying, you're going to like walk in and be like, Max Sloan playing Sylvia on today. Guess I you're going to have to play that other deck. And I'm going to be that like, That other deck. Um, yeah, I guess I can work with that. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I played guess. some online tournaments with it and did absolutely atrocious. So, like, I don't know what's going on, man. I don't know what's don't going know. on. It might be the two Zacian Vs I added to it that's just not working out. I don't know. I should probably just you pull lying? One. Are you lying? What? Now, I don't know what the problem is. Like, I keep hitting single strike and they keep going absolutely insane. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it's like, it's like, oh, what's up, single strike? Oh, that deck is well, another deck that's absolutely fire if it goes off, but oh, it bro. loses to itself. Yeah, it's. But I mean, we'll get to that later. I mean, yeah, yeah. We'll, we won't we'll... even mention how I did in the tournament. I was there to judge mostly. Um, that's going to be my excuse. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a good day for the old uh, Scott boy. That's all right though. That's all right. It happens, man. You always have them like dud days. It just you know it is the way it is. But uh, shout yeah. out to Pokey Collect again. We got to bring them up every week now. I feel like free ads for them because they host incredible tournaments for us here in our local area. And it's going to be awesome to see them growing, like, especially as IRL events come back and stuff like that. Like, it's going to be super sweet. So shout out to Pokey Collect. If you guys are within the area, definitely come check it out.
I mean, like, driving distance. Like, don't fly out here, which... That would be fucking awesome. I ain't gonna lie to you. That'd be dope. But, I mean, like... It, it, it's been done before, you know? Yeah. So yeah. We, we wouldn't be the first one to fly out for locals, right? But... I, I um, guess not. I guess we wouldn't. <laughs> but, um... It, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, for sure. But... I do want to bring up that Chill hosted their last tournament yesterday. For the uh, yeah, get the violins out. He posted a, a a thank you tweet and he tagged us in it. Us, I mean. Oh, that's awesome. I mean me, but I wanted to shout out Chill. I mean, I thank him, I guess, because guys like him and Hexters and Limitless, those guys who have like really pioneered the online tournament scene, really uh really kept this community going without them what are we going to be doing damn talking about the meta and the ladder that seems boring <laughs> bro imagine how difficult you would have to grind the ladder for hours and hours to get any sort of update and just a sample size bro and be like well yeah. today i was on the ladder and i saw a lot of reggie drago cherums i guess people aren't wanting to pay 25 tickets or codes a piece for shadow riders or something but uh you know, uh, yeah, that happened, and I'm super, yeah, that's the end of the show. <laughs> Bye. We'll see you guys next time. Like, so, you know, they keep, they keep the online competitive scene going, which keeps us going to talk about things every week. Because, like, not even on, like, this is kind of petty, and I'm sorry, but not even on a, uh, like, tournament standpoint of what decks are played there's some juicy things that come on twitter because of these things too i ain't even gonna lie to you i'll be like and he said that no way <laughs> i'll be hitting up scott on the side be like scott did you read twitter and he's like nah no and i'll be like i, I don't have bro. the time of the day to dedicate to existing inside of that drama a lot of times i like to keep my twitter all positive um and that's just the way it's got to be like if you don't want negativity man you just got to get it out of your twitter and if if it's in your twitter you just got to not look at twitter you know? so. some of it's funny i ain't gonna lie i ain't gonna lie some of it's pretty funny i try i try to like i dabble in it i should say i i, I get in there I, I i muck some shit up real quick Sometimes I let Scott know, and sometimes I don't, and I wait for him to see it to tell me to take it down, and then... It's it's always somebody <laughs> tagging me. Like, when you do something crazy, somebody tags me in it, or you tag me in it, and I look, and I'm like, why? What? No. No, no, no. <laughs> Chill out, bro. Chill out. Anyway, but, like I said, he hosted his uh, invitational for to close the season off until PTCGL comes out. And guess what won, bro? What? <laughs> Dragapult VMAX and Inteleon. My boy Rain coming in with the absolute Banana Lands. Heat went 8 1 and 1. Without looking at it, I guarantee his only loss was to Single Strike. Let me look. Yes, his only loss was to Single Strike Umbreon. Goes 8 1 and 1, wins the whole thing. And uh, so he brings home the bread. He's paying for his trip to Disney World because of Dragapult, VMAX, and Teleon. And I'm just super excited for my mans. Shout out to him. Getting it done. 
And that's all I got to say about that. Scott, any last words for my boy Rain coming in hot with the Dragapult VMAX? Uh, good job playing the uh, the best deck, I guess. Um, best I mean, deck of it. the format or of all time? Uh, of the format. It's of no all time. That's what I'm talking uh, about, my dude. Wait, of all I literally... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Wait, how many Blacephalon GXs are you playing in there? Two or three? In my all-time favorite list ever of the best deck that's ever existed? Yeah. Two four. or three. Four? Oh. Yeah, four. Oh, okay. I knew somebody was playing two, though. I, I remember that, too. I remember somebody <laughs> telling me that, and I was like, mm, looks like he came to lose. It's fine. <laughs> looks like I'm going to knock out his only two attackers. We're chilling. <laughs> like... You know what is insane about the fact that he won with Dragapult, though? Is I'm looking at the metagame, right? 25, almost 26% of the field was single strike. Bro. The dude still straight killed it. 15 people showed up with Umbreon Urshifu. Bro, I, I shiver in my boots, bro. Like, I shake. When I see single strike, he faced one of them and he lost to it. That's that's wait, wait right? All, uh, Am I right? I'm pretty sure I'm right. I did see that he his only loss was to it, but I don't know. I don't know if that was the only time he played it. Yes, that was the only time he played it, and he lost and he lost to it. Obviously, that matchups that matchup sucks. <laughs> like, Super. I, Super clutch to just dodge it. I mean, that seems like the best strategy ever is just to dodge your your worst matchup. You know, that's that's the way to go, especially in this format, because that's like everything beats everything, bro. I'm just saying. It's like you walk into a tournament and you're like, but you lose to X deck. Oh, I'll just dodge it. It'll be fine. I bet my man fired up his first round, looked at the metagame, was like, fuck. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. And then was like, oh, hey, wait, I won. It's fine. It's fine. And it's like you no get an interview deal. with him. He's like, what can I say? It's the best deck of all time. Like, uh, rest of, of the former. Our boy Cash for being his round one opponent and then oh. going 3-3 after his loss. Oh, bless him. But hey, he made it to the Invitational, though. That's very important. It is. So shout out to Cashman for making the tournament. Sorry it didn't go so well. Uh... I can see why you played Ice Rider, bro. Nobody wants to play that. Uh, who wants to follow the footsteps of Tate Weitzel? Like, <laughs> see, here's the thing: is I uh, just here's a little bit of knowledge for you, Ice Rider players. Um, uh, I was just informed of something by by Tate's teammate uh, while he was here for locals. Tate has this magic power to have what everybody refers to as Tate hands. And he will just open up three Sobble, two Drizzile, um, Evo Incense. Um... Bro, he did that shit to me in the Pog Championships, playing yeah. for my winning in. I'm like, bro, if I win this match, I can go on to day two. Nah, fam, I had to play Tate. Oh, bro, it's, it's, you know, I would say that Tate and Aaron Rucker probably, they shop at the same store or something like that. Or maybe they just sequence much better than the rest of us. Oh, that's probably it, Who bro. Knows? Of course. <laughs> oh, that round one loss I got, it was bad sequencing, bro. It, was, it wasn't a bad hand. It was bad sequencing. No I such thing as bad hands. Just bad I should have done, done better. And then I got coached by my opponent afterwards, which really yeah. 
help me move forward into my tournament run to win the better next sequencing. three. Yeah, better sequencing. Uh, better I pizza, I Papa I John's. Um. <laughs> no free ads, but by the way, Papa John's, uh, you can give me a call whenever. I, I'm I'm here for it. We'll we'll give floaty cast codes. FTK twenty, you know what I'm saying? For twenty percent off. Just hit me up. I'm about it. We got a Papa John's down the street. I'll eat there every every freaking day, all right? Like I mean, I'll just take the sponsorship for a free garlic sauce. Like let's oh, get real. Bro. I'm tired of paying the fifty cents, bro. <laughs> Isn't it like fifty cents or thirty? I don't know. I Something don't pay stupid. for extra sauces. Yeah, I, don't I just either. make the one last. I'm like, no, that's mine. Nobody gets it. Every fucking drip. All right. <laughs> you're, you're like sitting there like, ah, ah, like squeezing it like it's toothpaste, bro. I see you. I'm like I, holding it over my head, like waiting, like shaking it. Like, like got a, the tongue out, like, like trying to get it. <laughs> I got you, bro. Damn, we rambled off on a, on all that. Anyway, so shout out to my boy Rain getting it done against... Like you said, 26% of the meta was single strike Urshifu and shenanigans. Only one Shadow Rider? That's crazy. That deck fell off. That's wild. I've been seeing comparisons to Malamar, bro. With that deck. Makes sense. It accelerates energies. It gets clunk hands. Same, same deck. Same deck. <laughs> Just bigger prizes. You know what I'm saying? But, um... So that's that. Other than that, like I said, not a not a whole lot really to talk about with TCG. Um, one thing I do want to get you guys prepped for is that we are looking ahead into the IRL competitive scene where things get really interesting. So I know some of you guys, especially listeners to the channel, uh, may have started since COVID, like pick this hobby up because you were bored at the house and you bought your kid or your homie or yourself a pack of Pokemon cards before the craze happened and was like, oh, there's a game online. Let me check that out and started playing. And you want to get into the IRL competitive scene. So, Scott, what is the first thing you need to do when you want to get into IRL competitive? All right. So the first couple things you need to uh, get for yourself are and this isn't just competitive this is just basic card maintenance right card game maintenance right is you need a good deck box not an ultra pro like crazy like flimsy one right you need a good deck box because you're going to be traveling with your cards uh you need good card sleeves um and i'll explain more on that a little bit later and you need a good damage counter system. Don't please, please don't bring the million and a half like little tens and fifties and stuff because you're going to drive everybody nuts and it's so much slower. But uh, card sleeves are super important. Um, low quality card sleeves get marked up really easily, and that could lead to people assuming you have marked cards. Um, it could lead to accusations. It could lead to, you know, just bad times, game losses, things like that. So unless you want to re-sleeve every couple matches, get yourself a, a nice set of sleeves um, and just be prepared to change them out before every big tournament simply for and that. for the love um, of God, just get solid back colored sleeves. Don't get clear sleeves. Thank you. 
Um, and don't get design in Pokemon specifically. Don't get design sleeves that are not Pokemon um, licensed. Which is a damn just, shame, bro. They're not allowed. Yeah. Um, if I could get floaty so, cast sleeves, bro. Oh my god. <laughs> With be, the teal border. Oh man, you don't even it'd know. Be all time. But the teal would show black, like black specs, very, very much. So maybe you wouldn't use them simply on the basis that you don't want to accidentally. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, but yeah, I, so that's that's what I would say. Like number one, before you even think about going, pick those up. Also, I will read your pokey rights to you right now. I just thought of this right as he was speaking. If you do not have a pop ID, one will be provided for you at your first local event. Write it down. Do something. Put it in your notes, and make sure you have it linked to your account appropriately. That way, I think actually, if you sign up for like, if you signed up for like, uh, like Players Cup or something, you got a pop ID, right? You should have. Yeah. Um, and if you don't know if you do or not, you could log into the Pokemon website, go to player profile or whatever yeah. it is on the left, play and it'll show you. You'll like log into, uh, like go to Pokemon.com, you'll see a sign in little tab somewhere. I think it's. Sometimes it's at the top. Sometimes it's on the side. It depends on what browser you, if you're on your phone or if you're on a computer, um, sign in and go to the play Pokemon page. You should have a pop or play. And what is it? Pop ID. It's play Pokemon. Something. Play organized Pokemon. ID. That's right. There you go. There you go. I couldn't remember what the O and pop stand for. I thought it was just soda pop ID. I was like, bro, I can get this, get a free Coke. That was a bad joke. Yeah. Get a free Pepsi, Tom. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, some of the resources you guys can look at is definitely my... Oh, you also need one or two translucent dice. And the best place to get those is flowtkallday.com. So <laughs> oh, man. Look at, look at that. At you that. like that? Oh, that was good. So definitely chat. Or join the Patreon and you can get a free set for yourself. Uh, I made that up myself. If I have to pay Scott to get you some free dice, I will... To join the Patreon. Anyway, no, no, no shameless plugs. Look, I will say, if you join the Patreon right now, like if you join the Patreon and you come up to me and you show me in person at an event that you have joined the Patreon, I will personally hand you one Flow TK dice. Every everything after that is not set in stone, but I will <laughs> guarantee that I will have enough to do that. Bro, can I get like a meme face of myself and make dice out of it? Uh. Um, no, maybe not through the company we use, oh. which is Chessex, by the way. So if you're a fan of Chessex dice, oh damn, I was about to say like dice. the six side can just be like my face where I'm like making some googly eyes or something, or like a I'm thumbs pretty up. Sure it has to be one to three colors, like and oh. like it. That's super detailed. It has to be like line pictures, you know, oh. pictures you can make it up. Yeah. Never mind. That would have been cool. Uh, so the. Anyway, some of the resources you guys can definitely check out is Limitless.com, of course. Um, you know, like any deck profiles you want or not, well, like deck lists you want is there. Like they've been fucking crushing it when it comes to deck lists. Um, everything will be up to date. I don't know, like when IRL comes back and the online scene slows down, I don't know how much of that information they can get in so rapidly to keep up with. I'm sure like... well. The old Limitless site used to get it in. But it was like regionals day, right? and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, you, and, and you couldn't get like deck lists from like 
all of them. Like, if you want the last place deck list, you're not going to be able to get that from Limitless. They're not going to have that kind of information. Hey, what some I, some people want to fuck around, bro. I don't know. <laughs> what I think would be cool, and this is just a casual wink-wink to organizers, is um, if you are organizing these events, like these challenges and cups and things like that, uh, understandably, you have to use Pokemon's software. However... Nothing is stopping you from also using Limitless to report so that these deck lists and these amazing results and things like that get more accurately tracked in a faster time period than, you know, the Pokestats guys having to individually seek you out. So, you know, just food for thought, um, you know, and it might help you advertise to the people that just started playing exclusively online too. So I'm not not you know saying you have to, just saying it would be it would be kind of dope. Although I will say, my first ever claim to fame ever in my life is I think like on a league cup sheet on Pokestats back in like seventeen, they had they had a deep cup from there because somebody reported on Verbank. And my name was on it. And I was like, bro, I'm on a website. Let's go. Actually, that's false. My first ever claim to fame on anything was that top eight out of nine at ARG. And I was on the ARG website. My face was on there as the eighth place, bro. Bruh. I got that picture somewhere. I'll post it up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Speaking um, of, oh, bro, Knoxville was like a year ago, like, I think this past week. Right? Yeah, something like that. A year ago, like... a either yesterday or a couple days ago. How you feeling, bro? A year. Uh, or two years. Two years. Two yeah, years. that was two I've... years ago. Oh, fuck me, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, you know, salty. Not going to lie to you. Um, Not really. I'm really excited that live events are coming back, but I, every time something like that has happened, been posted since quarantine, I've been, like, more and more upset at, the the status of the world you know um it's nobody's fault per se like i just don't like diseases you know so i feel that it, it made me a little sad and depressed i ain't gonna lie but it was cool we got that we got that money shot that group photo we got that other money shot of me bodying one of my locals who i met at knoxville <laughs> that was so weird was round one he's like you play in Huntsville? I'm like, bro, how do you know me? <laughs> how do you know me? Who are you? Where is she? Bro, I got like three subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> and he was one of them, and you had no idea. Yeah, bro, I didn't even know. But he was I like, he's like, I play the deep all the time. I'm like, wow. <laughs> but it was cool, though. That was a lot of fun. That regionals was, oh, that weekend was insane. Not quite NAIC level, but that's fine. That's NAIC. That's a whole different ball game. But as far as regionals go, I think that was the best one. Yeah. For sure. But, um, yeah, other than that, like, also, there's a find events tab that you guys need to know. Um, so you can find your local card shops and go to them. Obviously, make sure you read the rule sheet on how their safety precautions are because I don't want you hold it, going up in there and be like, oh, I I don't want to wear a mask. And they're like, oh, well, I don't want you to play. You know, like, obviously follow the safety precaution guidelines and stuff. All that stuff. I'll put, I'll put all the, in the show notes, like, the links you need to know to get you squared away. 
and get you ready to go for next uh, year. Important, actually, um, not getting political or anything like that, but important to note um, for anybody who thinks that like they like are not going to be forcing the mask mandate or anything in Texas or some of the other states that are trying to like try to like get around things like that, like regardless of political views or anything like that, I need you to understand that what the state law is for businesses does not dictate play Pokemon rules. So while the business may not legally be able to tell you to wear a mask, you cannot they legally can, they can tell you that you cannot play because events still cannot events can still say, hey, in order to participate, you have to follow these rules. Correct. So um it's not a legality issue there. It's not anybody trying to like impose on anything that's just what pokemon has put out so if your local card shop says hey if you want to play pokemon you have to wear a mask it's in the pokemon rules then you have to regardless of your stance on things if you don't want to that's fine you just can't so um that's all i got to say about that that's that's between that's between you and lord pikachu all right and the and the poke ninjas that come and take all your stuff you're going to get a C&D from Pokemon real quick. I don't even know if C&D is the right word, but you're going to get, you're going to get the Poke Hammer of you cannot play in this event. Period. End of story. So that's all we got on that. Um, when we come back, though, we got a cool tier list thing we're going to do. I know I dropped the funny haha three-minute tier list where I just said every deck was whack, but Dragapult, essentially. We're going to do an official one for the Floaty cast. And I'm super excited for this one. And uh, yeah, so we will be right back and we will have that for you. Man, there's a tournament tonight. Two pack entry, bro. I don't have any codes right now. Like this bro. is terrible. Yo, what's up, bro, man? Why don't you just go to ptcgostore.com? What, what's that? Oh, it's only the best place to buy codes online right now. You haven't heard of it? No, 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 no. Oh, never, bro, you got to go on there. You got to go on there, bro. And guess what? You can get a discount. Oh, I can get a discount, dog? Oh, is it? Is it like that promo code thing? Like, I yeah. think I heard like FlowTCast, F-L-O-W-T-K-A-S-T. You can enter yeah, it there? Yeah, 100%. 100% oh. enter it in the promo code spot and you get 5% off. 5% off. That's insane deal, guys. Check out ptcgostore.com enter that code FLOWTCAST and get your 5% off now we are back ladies and gentlemen from our break you know I had to had to do some cool things Scott are you excited bro you excited to do this tier list my guy bro I I have been living for this moment my entire life that's how excited I am bro I'm fucking ecstatic dog Anyway, for those who don't know, which is none of you guys, I said earlier that I did a funny haha YouTube video. Uh, whether you thought it was funny or not, that's between you and God. <laughs> but this one, we're going to record this on and put it on YouTube as well. So you can definitely check that out. Link in the, des- in the description below. And uh, I'm super excited. Scott, are you ready, my guy? Let's go. So, how's this gonna work? Like, are we both going to decide? Like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna de- we're, we're gonna goes into, and then it'll be in. 
either the consensus or the middle between the two? Or like if I say A and you say C, is it just inherently going in B? Or are um, we agreeing on everything? We're going to try and agree on everything as much as possible. However, comma, there may be some like stipulations, but like I'm pretty sure like we can justify each of our choices and right. appropriately do it. But and you just want to go in order, like straight up, up and down. Yeah, the block. whatever. Yeah, whatever is there, we'll we'll just we'll click on it and then we'll decide from that point. So okay, all right. So now we're gonna start here. Uh, typically in my YouTube videos, I'd be like, "What's up, guys? We're gonna fucking cast," but we're not doing all that. That's annoying. So here is the tier list for the Evolving Skies meta. The official tier list for the Flow T cast. Um, we have Scott and both of us, Scott and I, Jesus Christ, language. Scott and I are going to be doing this. Did you not go to school? You know? No, nah, I don't, I don't know how to go to school, bro. I, right, I, I forgot. Anyway, so starting off this list, it's, it has Blaziken and Rapid Strike Urshifu, which I can assume is pretty much just Rapid Strike box. There's probably like zero auras in this deck. I would assume, but, um... Scott, how are you feeling about this one? So if this is the Rapid Strike box with the Sylveon and stuff, probably not, right? It's probably just no. a Rapid Strike with Zero Aura. Yeah. Um, I would say it's it's an okay deck. Uh, it gets outclassed by the other decks that feature the same Pokemon. Um, so if I were to put it in a tier, I would say probably... Mm, let's go B, maybe. Like, it's strong. It could win a lot of games, um, but it's definitely not up there with its with its brethren. Yeah, I I, I think B tier is is safe because like S tier is like tier zero, like meta defining. A is you know really good. Uh, it's good for sure. Like it has its consistency things. Like you know you can grab or you can play the auxiliary lines to search out Karina's focus to draw cards, or you can search out whatever you want. There's the only thing that can shut that down is wheezing, Galarian wheezing. But other than that, I mean, it does. Some people be playing this with like no basic energies, and like the Shadow Mist uh, Calyrex can just loop it. <laughs> but yeah. like, make sure you put some basic energies in here. But I think B tier is definitely strong for sure. I think it's a B tier deck for real, not whack <laughs> or wherever I put it at before. Next up, we got Decidueye, everybody's favorite wall deck. What are we thinking? Oh, I, so, I'll, I'll lead this one off. All right. Bet. So Decidueye, if you guys don't know, it walls GXs. or not G. Well, yeah, it does, but there's none in the format. But Vs and Vmaxes, it doesn't take any damage from them at all. But like things like uh, Dragapult Vs uh, Shred or Vmaxes Shred or Duraludon or Agislash was were text against it, but nobody's playing Agislash because we have things like Dragapult in the format and uh, Duraludon that swings through this thing. Other than that, it walls against uh, Jolteon, it walls against Leafeon, it walls against uh, Urshifu, it walls against um, uh, 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 Alchemy and Shadow Rider, Victinis, so on and so forth. So you have to... if. If this this deck is one of those meta call decks, right? I wouldn't put it in like D or C, maybe C tier. No, I think B tier would be fair for it because it's a it's a roguish deck 
that bases up oh also single strike urshifu can body this thing too but that's it um other than that i think it's it has a place like as a meta call deck for sure um it does struggle against anything that plays water energy and shady dealings and teleon <laughs> like it gets bodied by that real quick so i'm gonna say actually now that i think about it, i think i will put this at c tier i don't think it's really that good in this meta right now what about you scott so, what do you think i'm going to agree with all your statements um i'm also going to throw in that any deck that inherently gets beat by somebody putting one phoebe in it or whatever the case may be is probably not that high of a tier so in the right meta decision like in the right meta call you see nobody's playing phoebe you see nobody's playing text you see nobody's playing dragapult you know whatever the case may be um it could do good but it's not winning um you many games in a row right there's still matchups that you cannot win and the matchups that should not be able to win against you are one card away from being able to beat you so i would say c tier at best and if there was a c minus that's where this would go for me i i think i agree too c tier is fine uh next up we got arctazolt i think that's arctazolt or is it drake is drake is not arctazolt <laughs> Arctazolt or Dracozolt VMAX. Scott, have you seen this deck at all? I've seen it. Uh, I, I don't particularly like it. It's fun. It's a nice deck. Um, it is. It does what it's supposed to do. Um, again, this is just one of those decks that just gets outclassed by things that are similar to it. So, um, It is also weak to fighting. Which is terrible uh, when two of the strongest decks are fighting. Um, so I'm going to say probably there with, uh, Decidueye in the right situation. It could be great. You could definitely grind some ladder games with it. It's a lot of fun, but it's not going to win you any tournaments. Most likely, unless you're the best Dragozolt player in the entire world. I was going to say D tier. <laughs> I guess I mean, we could be nice. I mean, D's again, C minus. Is there a C minus tier? Can we make a C minus tier? I don't like putting things as D's except for like, to me, like D's are like battle decks you know like they should have been good but they're missing like a dozen cards from being great i feel that i feel that 100 percent. so we'll put it as c tier all right so next up next up we have inteleon dragapult now I should let you handle this one, but I know where this is going, and I think everybody else does too. So, uh, go ahead. But all right, so Dragapult V Max, you guys all know the story behind this one. Um, ever since Henry Brand decided to bring this bad boy up into the late night series, the first post rotation tournament, I think the first big one, like right after Pog Championships, and won with it, it took the world by storm, right? You know, its ability to spread damage, knock out Inteleon or Sobbles early, take multiple prizes, set up for multiple prizes, path to the peak, Marnie, crushing hammers, if you are, are about that smoke. It ha it's versatile, uh, very energy efficient, and you put a boatload of damage on the board, and this deck absolutely thrashes the meta. It's D tier, 100%. I'm just kidding. No, this deck is absolute. I think it's, I don't want to say it's like, it's kind of the gatekeeper of the meta right now, because if you lose to Pult, you're probably going to have a bad time in a tournament. 
Um, I not it does have some glaring weaknesses though. Uh, for example, it loses to things like single strike, Moltres, uh, you know, like uh, Eternatus if you're playing that, uh, Sableye, and Glaring Weezing, things like that. It does have some glaring weaknesses, but everything in this meta does. But I'm gonna put this bad boy at A tier, not S tier. Oh wow! Yeah. Humble. Humble. I, well, I mean. Like I can't, I can't with all good conscience put it at S tier just because, you know, it's very, it's a very metacoly deck, but it's definitely the gate, like the gatekeeper of the meta, if that makes any sense. So, so to me, there's two decks here that define define the format right, and every deck that exists um, in the top has two to three decks that just absolutely decimate it, right? So with that being said. Uh, being the only deck that still feels like a deck that I found um, thus far, I would actually put it at S tier. Unironically. Hey, I'm cool with it. Um, <laughs> all right. S tier. <laughs> as long as you said it, I couldn't. I couldn't be the one to say it. <laughs> yeah, unironically, like on, like I have no emotional connection to this Ghost Dragon, so um, I'm gonna say it's S tier. It's one of the two decks that I would say would be S tier. So. He's the big bad bully of the metagame, all right? Just know that. All right. Now, you have a squad that is very familiar with this one. So you lead us off with uh, Duraludon Bronzong. Okay. So Duraludon Bronzong. Um, I'm actually going to, looking at this, I'm going to go ahead and use this as a placeholder for both Duraludon and Bronzong and Corviknight, right? Uh, they're both the same tier, in my opinion. They both do very, very similar things. We'll just call it Bronzong Box, right? Uh, with that being said, when they go off and when they work, they're great decks, and they do what they're supposed to do. However, they lose to themselves more often than not. Um, they're not the most consistent version of these decks by any means. Um, I would say... B tier with the rapid strike. They get outshined by other decks that do the same thing. Um, they can win you games. They definitely can possibly win a tournament, but it's going to be a struggle. So B tier. I will let you have that, but B minus would be mine if there was a B minus tier. Um, it has some strong results, but not really. I would honestly. Uh, it's like fringe B, like low B tier. So we'll put it behind Rapid Strike Box. Um, but like, it's definitely a tier two meta deck for sure. For sure. For sure. Eternatus VMAX. I guess my other poster child of this channel. I'll start this one off. I'm going to be real with you guys. This deck is trash. <laughs> this deck is not good right now. It's not in a good place because while it can beat Dragapult, like straight up if they're not playing hammers um even if they do put a path to the peak down it can't beat anything else and there's a lot of decks in this format that play things like path to the peak you got your jolteons you got your uh uh what else uh, like shadow rider calyrex could play path to the peak and then just you know swing for big damage with alchemy if they wanted to uh Ludic uh Suicune could body this thing straight up because you have a huge bench. Um you know it can go on and on. Like Victini's play hammers, uh rapid strike Urshifu, it's weak to fighting, so that's a problem. There's just so many decks that just outclass this thing and with the loss of Pokecom, 
was huge. Like this thing is a a pile. Like it's a mess. C tier for sure. What do you think? Uh, remember how I said that D tier was definitely um twelve cards away from being a good deck? That's Eternatus right now. So yeah. I would actually say okay. D tier. I was I was being nice. I was uh, being nice. I'm not <laughs> nice when it comes to that. I love Eternatus. Um, I hate where Eternatus sits right now. So yeah, it's it's not in a good place. All right. What about Ice Tray? Ice Rider Calyrex. What you thinking about that? Uh, Ice Rider Calyrex. Uh, Ice Tray, as it were. Uh, really strong deck. Really consistent. Um, it plays a solvable line. It is super energy efficient. Um, it isn't meta-defying by any means, but it's one of the strongest decks out there. So I would put it at A tier. For sure. It plays Path to the Peak, it plays Inteleon Consistency, and uh, it swings for decent damage for a, uh, a VMAX. You know, 270 is nothing to sleep on for 2 energy. Is it 270 or 250? It's 2... Two, 250, 250, sorry. 270 with the quick shooting. And then you can play multiple of them, so you can, like, one-shot things if you wanted to. So, A tier for sure. A tier for sure. Maybe borderline S tier, but A tier 100%. But like I said, it's not like meta defining. Um, if you if you don't tech for Ice Rider, you don't have any severe disadvantage, right? So um, that's that's the distinguishing fact for me. Uh, what about its uh, little brother, um, Inteleon Inteleon? <laughs> this thing has insane energy disruption. Um... That that's about it, going for it. <laughs> like, I think it's a worse like its energy dis disruption's nice, but I think it's a worse Dragapult like clone kind of. Um, it could beat Dragapult because of you know Hydro Snipe and uh, is that the correct name of the attack? Yeah, and yeah. whatever its max shooting, whatever its uh, uh, V max attack is, or just. The big one that does 160-60, you're putting 220 damage on the board, which is more than what Dragapult is, but you that three energy attachments, that's really hard to pull off, unless you're playing Raihan. Also, it's weak to Electric, which is a really strong deck. Uh, we'll get to that one actually after this one. So I'm going to say C tier for sure. I'm going to agree with that statement yeah. wholeheartedly. Um, I guess it could do good, but it's not going to win you any tournaments. Off no. Off, right? no, there's just better water decks to play, too, exactly. with Melanie. All right, Jolteon and Teleon, what you got for me? Uh, so Jolteon and Teleon, while inherently I don't like decks that rely on other things to happen before they go off, uh, this one in particular relies on you to have damage counters on your opponent, Jolteon does work. I wish it would do slightly more work, but it does work. It's a super strong deck. It's hyper consistent, in my opinion. Um, it's one of the strong decks of the format. Uh, it can definitely win you a tournament any day of the week. Um, it is weak to fighting, I believe. So there is that. There is that holding it back. But I don't really think it's held up too much um, by that fact. So I would say Jolteon uh, is definitely A tier. I'm going to agree. I think this is a better deck than uh, Ice Rider. So I'll put it like high A tier for sure. 
um just the fact that you can do one like put 200 damage on the board essentially for one energy because you're doing 100 and 100 like if you get damage on the board um and you just for one galarian zigzagoon you're sniping off drizzles left and right like if your opponent ever just gets one sobble down they're not even going to be able to use it essentially like they have to get three sobbles just to get their get their you know board state right and you know it can play things like path to the peak marnie you know it has some disruption in that regards and you know quick shooting boosts that damage output and all for one energy and it has free retreat which is absolutely insane we can't we can't forget about that so it's a really strong deck. However, it gets bodied by Urshipult, so it can't oh be S tier. Oh my gosh, bro! It does, bro. All you do is a hundred furious blows and like, or a hundred furious strike, whatever the name of that attack is, and you yeah. just one shot it. So like, it gets bodied by Urshipult, A tier. All right, Leafeon and Talion. This deck actually bodied me round one of that last tournament. This deck is super strong. Heavily reliant on the Stadium Wars for sure. You have to play four Galar Mines to get that um, Grass Knot attack off that does 60 times the amount of retreat costs. And, you know, you build your math up with a uh, quick shooting, of course. And then it also has a sweet Max Leaf, I think. I don't remember. Anyway, it does 170, heals 30. So fixes math in your favor. And Leafeon V's ability lets you accelerate one energy at the start of your turn, which is super strong to get this going. I like the, I like Leafeon a lot. I haven't played any games with it, um, but it's super strong and super consistent and a really, really strong deck in the format right now. You know, one of those Inteleon decks, of course, is it's consistent. And I got this bad boy at A tier 100%. 100%. Uh, I would uh, have disagreed up until about a week and a half ago with that sentiment until I saw an action and saw how consistent it was. Um, and the fact that you could just search out those Galar Mines at any point in time with the Drizzles makes it pretty much always win the Stadium War if, you know, you play it correctly. So A tier, I would say A tier. And, and Bad Boy's playing uh, Pokemon Center Lady in this deck too, which is insane. Uh, but, I mean... When you got Drizzles and stuff to get get you any, or Drizzles and Inteleons to get you any card you want, Pokemon Center Ladies, no joke. And it makes the Dragapult matchup even better. 100%. All right, Scott, your favorite deck, Malamar. <laughs> All right. So this is honestly one of my most fun decks to play, my favorite decks to play. Um, I love it. I hate it at the same time it's one of those that's very fun because it could either give you everything you've ever wanted out of a pokemon deck or give you absolutely nothing in return um with that being said uh if you enter a tournament with malamar 100 percent you're not going to win um no, no if ands or buts about it if you do uh hit me up i'd love to see it um because you're a god right um i will say simply because it's fun to play you're not going to win very much of anything with it, but it's fun. You'll win a lot of games. You just won't win tournaments. I'd say C tier. Pick it up if you want to play Pokemon. Um, don't expect to do great with it. Uh, I'm going to agree, but it's better than Decidueye. All right. Um, <laughs> mostly because it's going to win you the same amount of games as Decidueye, but Decidueye sucks to play. 
Yeah. If you like playing the situai, I, you, I, you you're like you may be a sociopath. I I will say that uh, it is the best single prize deck in the format. Honestly, it could be borderline B tier. It's not. That's not true. No. What do you mean? It is the best single prize deck, and what's better than it? Don't say Decidueye. I put it ahead of Decidueye. No, it's it's. I mean, it's, it's, it's not. not the best it's single not. prize deck. No. Okay, fair. All right, whatever. C tier. Urshifu and Teleon, the second half of Urshifu. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We all know what Urshifu does. It's. I'm not going to say it's the ADP of the format, but it does gatekeep uh, single prize decks, honestly, because of its ability to use G-Max Rapid Flow, which is does 120 to uh, two bench Pokemon, or to, two, to any two Pokemon on the field, right? So yeah. you can definitely, and then you can fix your math with quick shooting and Teleon. Also, you have that search engine of the Drizzles and Shady dealing with Teleon. We all know that story very well. It, it's strong. Um, its biggest flaw, though, is that it's weak to psychic Pokemon, and there are two. Um, well, at the beginning of the format, there were two heavy psychic Pokemon decks. I still think Shadow Rider still sees some play. And then obviously you have Dragapults that snipe out your, uh, or deal with your Sobbles on the bench while putting 260 on your Urshifus to clean up massive KOs very quickly. I got to put this bad boy A tier, low A tier, I think. Um, just be I, I'm going to say B tier. B tier? Because there are better versions of the same deck that's what it really boils down to it gets beat by the better versions of the same deck uh, i'll give you that i i'll give you that we'll put this one at b tier so there's another b plus it's like borderline it's, there, yeah it's but... like fringe b plus a minus like if if you put an a tier i wouldn't argue with you right all right scott give me florida's favorite all right so Florida's favorite, the most hyped deck coming out of the Sunshine State. What everybody was looking forward to is definitely the worst deck in the format. I would rather play a theme deck more than this deck any day of the week. Um, Rayquaza, D tier, all day long. I don't care what you have to say. Malamar is the better version of this deck. This deck is... I played it at one tournament just to have fun. This deck sucks. <laughs> it's bad. Don't play this deck. Not only are you going to beat yourself half the time when you play it, but when you do get set up, you're going to get set up against a deck that just knocks out all your Mareeps in one go, and you're going to lose horribly. Don't play this deck. You're going to hate your life. Um, the Rayquazas are cool. I'd love to have a playset of Art Alt, Rayquaza Vs and Vmaxes, but um, that's about the only thing this deck is good for in standard. He, he meant to say Alt Art, not Art Alt, by the way. Uh yeah yeah, <laughs> Vini store. Um, Art alternative. That sounds like a band. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, D tier. Uh, what holds this deck back truly though is its wording, where you can only discard either fire or electric, not both at the same time. So you're not getting that massive damage output that you really want. You're always just too short, and yeah, it's not good. Uh, D tier, hundred percent. But we do have Shadow Rider, Calyrex, and Alchemy. This deck is 
when it sets up it's unbeatable i'm i'm even if you do play path to the peak to slow down its underworld door ability once it gets floods the board with energy it's one shotting everything it is the pinnacle glass cannon of the format and quite honestly i mean it's it's got merit it's popular but like i just there's there's some glaring holes to it like it's clunky it can be a mess especially if you can't get past path to the peak and you just get bodied i mean what can i say it's b tier 100 percent uh yeah I'd, I'd agree with that um it's it's uh, i'll say high b tier because of popularity it's definitely high b tier it definitely can 100 percent be a tier um given the right pilot uh and general consensus though is it's it's going to win it's not going to win consistently so 100 percent all right this next deck single strike scott you've had some uh you have some thoughts you've won a tournament with this i'm gonna put this at d tier you keep going i'm just okay, playing so go ahead put it at d tier all day long uh this deck is fire this deck is amazing the more you play this deck the more you realize how much it has going for it uh it does brick and when it does it breaks hard it reminds me very very much of old format adp um where when you just drew adp all energy that that was all you had going for you right so it it does brick hard when it bricks um it has the ability to swing the price trade by not playing any v maxes if it can avoid it um it hits a lot of decks for weakness um and it just goes off a lot of times you can one shot v maxes to finish the game off with little to no setup i mean there's a lot of setup but little to no regard for your safety right um i would say i would say in my opinion it's definitely the other gatekeeper deck if you don't if you're not prepared for this it's going to beat you 100 percent of the time it's definitely s tier unfortunately i have to agree although it is dark type so i'm cool with it but like every time i play it it's just a jumbled mess but it's very high in popularity you have to respect this deck and i agree it is the other gatekeeper of this format s tier for sure behind dragapult of course uh, no, it's definitely above Dragapult. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, we have Suicune and Teleon. Uh, there's actually two different Suicune variants. This one I'm going to put... I'm going to talk more about the other one. These two go hand in hand, I feel like. But this could be like Suicune, Ice Rider, and Teleon. Or it could be the other variant we're going to talk about. Uh, Suicune's very good. It's probably the best two-prize Pokemon as far as attacking. Um, it's... And it's... Is it Blizzard Rondo? Is that the name? Yeah, Fleetfoot's the ability. Blizzard Rondo swings 20 plus... 20 times for each yours and your opponent's. My biggest problem with this deck is that your opponent can control your damage output. So... I mean, but it's a two-prizer. I'm gonna go A tier here. Any any complaints? Uh, I'm I'm probably gonna say B for both of them, uh, simply because your opponent can control the damage output. Ludicolo might be A tier. Um, if I had to pick one to go A tier, Ludicolo would definitely be the one because you still have control over that. But any deck that relies on your opponent not playing, or any deck that allows your opponent to play out of your win con, um, automatically gets a a minus to me. So. If I if if you're leaving it up to me, I'm putting 
we'll say Ludicolo's uh Ludicolo version in A tier and then the Intellion version in in B tier. I yeah, I think I agree with that too. We'll just knock both them out. All right. Next up. The the greatest deck that should never exist. Rainbow Road itself. Sylveon VMAX. How we feel? I, I think this is a very, very strong deck. Um, I underestimated it for the longest time. Um, got my hands on it, started playing, realizing it's got everything it needs to have. It's the other deck in the format that feels like an actual deck to me. Um, I said I only had two decks in the S tier, um, but this is close. So um, I want to put it in A tier just because I it has the potential just to be wrecked by a lot. Um, but it does have outs everywhere. So um, it's not as consistent as some of the other decks, I think, but it goes off the majority of the time. I'd say A++, um, S minus, uh, if I had to. I'm going to agree on A tier for sure. I could I could see people putting this at an S tier just because of the outplay potential you can have with this deck. As far as like what you put in there, like you could put Blaziken VMAX if you want, uh, just to cover your Zacian matchup if you're about that smoke. You can put Moltres in this thing just to cover your your uh uh psychic decks like Dragapult and um uh Calyrex Shadow Rider version. Um you can play Urshifus to cover your fighting weaknesses, like you you get the point because the max harmony attack uh, revolves around different types on your bench. And it's a rapid strike Pokemon, so you can play rapid strike energy. It's super strong. I'm going to put it at A tier ahead of Jolteon. Just because it plays Urshifu and you can just body Jolteon with 100 furious blows or whatever that attack is called. Alright. Urshifu Moltres. This is, this is kind of weird though because you have... Rapid Strike Box with Urshifu Blaziken, we put at B tier. If Sylveon, which you could just slap a Sylveon in that, and it's just a Sylveon deck. You have Urshifu Moltres that you could slap a, Urshi, or a Sylveon in, and then now it's just a Sylveon deck. But Urshifu Moltres, we know what this is. It's got the Inteleon line in it with the Moltres to, as your backup attacker to accelerate Dark Energies and also swing with it. Um, but you can accelerate Dark Energies energy switch onto the Urshifu attach rapid strike energy and just get a G-Max rapid flow off immediately. I think this deck is honestly better than Urshifu Inteleon, um, but it's essentially just the same thing, but just with Moltres in it. So I'm definitely saying it's better than that, um, but worse than Sylveon because you don't have Sylveon in it. So where would you think? I, I'm I'm debating low A, high B with this deck, just to meet in the middle. Um, so if if Shadow Rider was still strong, like the strong deck, right? If Shadow Rider was still the strong deck, and there was two like A S tier decks that it just completely destroyed with the Moltres edition, um, or if there was more decks that Urshifu really just decimated by existing. I would say I could warrant putting this in A alongside its brethren Sylveon. Um, 
but as it stands right now, I think Sylveon just does again what this deck does, but better. So I would put it in B tier. Yeah, I think I would agree. I think I would put it under right under Suicune and Teleon. In between yeah. Shadow Right. Yeah, I'll put it right there. Uh shout out my boy Lee Bui with Victini V Max D tier. Uh let's keep going. I'm just kidding. Uh <laughs> I I mean I'm not gonna disagree with that. I don't think Victini's very good. I think uh I think in the right hands any deck could be great, but this is very situational. Um very, very meta dependent. I'd say C tier at the highest, but I'm it's again, it's one of those decks that's twelve cards away from being a good deck. So I, I um, have to at least give it C tier. I think it's strong. Um, just because it can play a lot of energy denial. I'd almost put it at B tier to be honest with you, because it could win a tournament. But this thing loses to like waterfall. <laughs> like... Yeah. Which is all over the place. Yeah. C tier. All right. We'll put it at high C tier above Malamar. That's fine. That's a fine spot. Yeah. Um. All right, Scott, give me this one. Uh, Galarian, Weezing, Inteleon, Sableye, Moltres. Yeah, uh, give it to me. So like, Whatever you uh, say on this one, I'm going to just agree with you. Okay, so uh, definitely a strong deck. Definitely can win you tournaments. Definitely one of the harder decks to sequence because your your resources matter so much or very little depending on your matchup, um, gets wrecked by things that don't rely on abilities, um, also gets wrecked by things that have other ways to get energy out. So like Ice Rider, um, Dragapult doesn't really like care about abilities, but this thing wrecks Dragapult anyhow, so I don't know why I mentioned that. Single Strike just runs through this thing, though, um, a lot of times. Like, it really, really hits this weird sort of niche um in the right meta it can be great um outside of that meta you're not going to do well um and you could literally beat yourself by bad sequencing so i'm gonna say c and we're talking mid tier c like like above you said c tier yeah you said it not me <laughs> like josh sutherland finna body you bro no that's okay that's all right he's uh you know, he is he's a master at his craft, but he definitely doesn't play A tier decks to victory, you know. Um uh, I, I I agree. All right, Zacian and Teleon. Uh Zacian, we all know this card very well. Brave Blade on a two price. The second best. I would maybe even Yeah. No. I this is the best uh two prize attacker still because you can accelerate with Intrepid Sword. You can Metal Saucer. I know I said Suicune was the best one, but I'm I'm taking that back. It's Zacian, of course. And uh, yeah, I mean, it it's Zacian. All right. Like, what else do I need to say? We know this card from ADP days. Like, it's good. Okay, fight me. B tier. I don't know what else to say, bro. No, I'd I'd agree that one's B tier. And then to follow it up with the other Zacian deck. Uh, with Zamazenta, I think this one might be a little bit stronger, even if a little less consistent, simply because you're not playing all the crazy outs to a lot of things. You could literally go Zamazenta, sit here. Um, I, I would say that this version, uh, having the same strengths, but less of the weaknesses, I'd say it's probably A tier. I can see that. Low A tier, that's fine. That's fine with me. And that's it! That is the... 
official floaty cast tier list no you know it didn't take me three minutes to get this one done um i'm pretty confident with it uh you know you, all our listeners out there and people on youtube just let us know in the comments or tweet at us what you guys think but i am actually here for this list i ain't gonna lie to you um, so if it's possible to get an e tier um I'd like to put Rayquaza in that, but other than that, I agree with this whole list wholeheartedly. So, a hundred percent, everybody. That, yeah, I, I, I'm confident in this one. I think some people are gonna be happy with me, especially when I put Jolteon at like whack tier. Uh, it's definitely not. That was a meme, but you know, it is what it is. It loses to Urshipult, so uh, it, it is whack tier. But we put it at a tier for you guys. Um, other than that, that was like the big thing in this show oh one more thing i do want to talk about i'm gonna brush on this real quick and then we're gonna start hitting our wrap-ups and stuff so the other day uh a drive uh if you guys have never heard of him he's big on youtube doing pokemon stuff he bought a case of uh etbs and got like roasted on twitter for it Bro, we don't disrespect the hustle out here. Like, let the man enjoy some celebrations. That's the point of the set. He was buying it for himself and for his channel. But whatever. Like, let it be, let it be. My big thing, though, I did want to talk about is this morning I saw... I guess people were going after his family. And I'm bringing this up because I am a family man myself. Scott is a family man. Leave them out of it. Like, just fucking what they do behind closed doors and how they run their family that's their business do not bring wives daughters whatever and any fucking shenanigans ever i'm gonna stand by that because if that ever happened to me bro we we i'm not gonna say we come into blows like fist fighting i might have a serious problem though are we in agreement agreements with that scott oh yeah 100 percent. i mean i don't even necessarily disagree with him getting all those cards or anything. I don't even know what the actual problem was. Um, I know that a lot of it, people have issues with a drive for whatever reason, but um, let the man make his money the way that the man makes his money. If you don't like it, then just let it be the easiest way to get rid of an issue like that with the content creators. Just stop giving them the, the press. They need to continue to be content creators. So if that's how you feel about him, don't watch him anymore. With that being said, I don't care what the situation is. Don't bring anybody else into it family-wise. Like, my kid has nothing to do with this. His kid has nothing to do with this. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, you could absolutely hate me as a person. You know, that my family is separate, right? So, um, like I said, I don't know the situation. I know that somebody brought his kid into it. I know that they were upset because he bought a lot of cards uh, for whatever reason. Um I know everybody wants to get their hands on celebrations. Pokemon's printing a lot of it, guys. It may not be right now, but you'll get it. And it'll be just like the last set where things shoot down in price, and now it's really cheap. So be patient. Bro, it like dropped exponentially like the first day. But yeah, I mean, just that's all I got to say about it. Just leave the man's family out of it. And if you don't like him, like, that's between. I like, I'm not the biggest fan of him, but like, I don't watch him. You know, like, I don't, right. that, that's it. Like, I let it be at that. But that's, that's all I got to say on that situation. Uh, we're going to be really quick because Scott and I got things to do soon. 
Uh, my first Smash tourney, I'm playing in it tomorrow, so definitely check that out. Twitch.tv slash FlowTCast. And the Red Wings are playing the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight. Lucas Raymond and Moritz Sider made the lineup. That's all that matters. I'm streaming that soon, like, when we get off here. And my daughter needs to take a bath, so, Scott, hit the plugs. Let's get the fuck out of here, bro. That tier list took a lot. All right, man. All right, so check it out. Uh, check out floatyklday.com for all your merch needs. We're running out of merch other than dice, so uh, if you want it, get it right now. Um, other than that, add me uh, on Twitter, at floatyk1. Uh, make sure to add Maxlow on Twitter, Twitch, um, add us on YouTube, all that good stuff. All those links are in the description now, down below. Um, I am going to mention this just because I promised this person I would mention this. Um, over the weekend, I went to a Comic-Con. I met two of my favorite stars in the entire world. One was Walter Emmanuel Jones. Shout out to Black Ranger, Zach. And one was Monica Rail. Um, or Real. I don't know how you pronounce her last name, but she's a big voice actress on uh, My Hero Academia. And I told her that I would mention her name on this podcast. So um, that's all we got. Thanks for listening. Join us next week on episode 68. One step closer to nice. So, uh, yeah, he, you heard it there first and all that good stuff. Uh, we will catch you guys next time. Oh, check out the tearless video on YouTube. Love you all. Peace. Scott, say peace. 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 peace.